right, welcome everyone to another episode of Four Layer Takes. Gonna get a lot in this episode. We will be covering, however, the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. And this is episode two called The Star Spangled Man. I'm your girl, Kim. It's me, Mimi. It's your girl, Mel. It's your boy, Marcus, a.k.a. George Floyd. If y'all don't mind, give me one second, one second. Um, first of all, rest in power to George Floyd. Uh, it's been over 300 days, almost a year since George was killed by an evil coward, Derek Chauvin. That's how you say the thing, I think. Yeah. Um, as, as I mean, as, as people probably know and probably aware and following it, the Derek Chauvin trial for the murder of George Floyd started earlier this week. And I myself, I want to be mindful of, and I just ask that everybody else is mindful of how we frame and speak about this event. Um, the media, Derek Chauvin's defense team, other idiots will try and degrade, demean, talk bad about, besmirch George Floyd's character. But we, 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 we have to remember, this is not the George Floyd trial. George right. Floyd is not on trial. Anything that George Floyd may have been guilty of does not matter in this case because the second that evil, pathetic coward Derek Chauvin sat on George's neck for over eight, eight, eight minutes, and I think now it's, it's been told it's over nine minutes, uh, at that moment, Chauvin thought he had the right to be the judge, the jury, and the executioner. And me and all of us as taxpaying tax citizens in this country do not pay cops to be that. That is not their responsibility, especially coward cops like Chauvin. So I, I guess it is imperative that we, it is imperative that he be held accountable and found guilty for the charges brought against him because I hate to think or even live in a world where this man is allowed to walk free. Like, though justice and what is legal is relative to whoever has power, so to speak, this is more about humanity and humanity is already damned, but this is going, if he is allowed to walk free, this is only going to speed up humanity's damnation. And like the unspoken good faith contract that we have with the government and society that, that that's, that will, this will break it if he's allowed to walk free. So that's all. Yeah. I, <laughs> I just, we we were speaking earlier before that we started we introduced the podcast about anxiety and stuff and how we cope. And I, you know, I hate to admit, I'm just completely jaded. Like I'm at the point now that I'm just like, and this is completely selfish on my part, but this is the only way I can cope is that I'm like, I don't have any biological children. So if y'all want to fuck up this country and the world, Fuck it up. I don't give a fuck. I'm tired. <laughs> I am mentally exhausted. And I am tired of fighting on every goddamn front and been fighting on every goddamn front. Black people have been the same fight since we got here. And I'm like, fuck, just fuck y'all. Like, I don't have no biological children. If y'all want to fuck this shit up, fuck it up. I ain't going to be here. So... <laughs> shit that's 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 the only way i can mentally cope tomorrow i may have a a more positive outlook and i might be like hey let's get in these streets and do the right thing but today i am mentally exhausted the only way i can cope is be like fuck y'all and fuck this world (laughs) and i don't give a fuck what y'all do to it climate change racial injustice QAnon, 
just fuck whatever you want to do, fuck it up. I don't give a you're shit. Taking that, that, you're taking that Thanos approach. You're taking that. Hey, that's how that's I feel in, in this moment. Tomorrow I might feel better, but right now that's the only way I can mentally deal with it. So just fuck y'all and let me turn on and rewatch some shit on. Let me rewatch Jenny and Georgia on, on Netflix and call it a day. You love shit. that fucking show. I'm gonna watch that shit. I'm sorry, that shit tonight. If you say talk about Jenny and Georgia, I watched Jenny and Georgia tonight. Oh, <laughs> I mean it's entertaining. Yeah, but uh, I thought she was gonna say Living Single because that's what I've been watching. The coke. I mean, I rewatched Living, but I've rewatched <laughs> Living Single so many times. It's time for me to rewatch some new shit. So I thought you were gonna say Game of Thrones. I was like, I will never <laughs> ever <laughs> rewatch that shit. That shit gives me more anxiety. We trying to give me more anxiety. <laughs> so, Don't watch that. Don't no. watch that. So oh, yeah, no. I, I'm not following the trial either. No. Um, I know it is happening. I'm just gonna wait for the results. Like I, I can't. I can't. Right. I and I feel okay. like we already know these results. But so. I think that's, we just talked about, you know, how to protect ourselves, how to deal with anxiety, how to deal with stress and shielding ourselves from now going through um, the reliving of the death of George Ford, which the world saw um, and sparked, you know, sparked the, our current movement. Then if you can't, if you're not going to watch it, I, I'm not watching it. I, all I'm doing is when people say uh, what's happening, I may see a, something on Twitter and then I keep scrolling. I, I, I like y'all, I, mean, I emotionally, mentally, physically cannot, uh, uh, I can't do it uh, anymore. I, I can't. I, I'm following, I'm trying to follow the voting rights um, legislation here uh, that was passed in Georgia, the white supremacy and Jim Crow 2.0 that was passed here in Georgia um, by Brian Kemp in and uh, other white terrorists and white supremacists um, watching that. And so I think just knowing what's happening, but then letting that be it. I don't watch CNN anymore. I'm, I'm not watching the news. Um, you know, it's just a part of how to protect ourselves mentally. I, I don't have like I'm like, I'm like, I don't I'm not going to say Thanos fuck the world, fuck the world. But I have to my way of protecting myself is not getting engrossed in it all day long, watching the news cycle all day long, not doing it. I was to bend the knee. I, I was to bend the knee last week. They they did close the door, hold the door, and I was like, "Oh God, now I'm I'm done." So, oh, the Game of Thrones. Yeah, they, they're they're you know they're reading the book. So the guys oh. are reading, they read the book. So that's it. Or you know, listen to some funny podcast. You know, listen to something fun. Let, watch something like you said. You enjoy Georgia, Jenny and Jenny and am I saying Jenny that right? Georgia. Jenny and Georgia. Jordan, yeah. And there's so many new things that dropped this week. Watch that. Watch some things that are are funny. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and go from there. So no, y'all might kill y'all might kill me for this, but a show that I think is probably underrated. Have y'all ever watched It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia? Yeah. That 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 show, like it is really like killed with my anxiety. It's it's just hilarious. It's a good show. I can't believe it's still on, but it is a good show. <laughs> I mean, you all know that I didn't start watching The Office until a year ago. Right. Oh, but that day. <laughs> Stress relief episode. <laughs> I, when I just need a good laugh, I just go <laughs> to that episode. So, is, is that, that when is that when Stanley had the heart attack? Yeah. <laughs> is that is that is that when is that when Dwight ran the little drill? fire drill and ran it? That shit is yes. the That's greatest. The greatest 
every every season of Office is good except except when Michael left. After that, I was like, eh. But that was a funny ass show. That's <laughs> relief. The part one, girl. That, that. Wait, <laughs> Michael was standing over Stanley like you're a black man, and the <laughs> president is black. <laughs> 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 that was some good ass writing though. It was good yeah. writing, and they had the, the the cast on the office. And I like the UK version, the original version of the UK. But this shit that they that was some that was a, one of the best ensemble cast I think TV ever put together. Yeah, because they were all of all of them were hitting on ten. Everybody yeah. was hitting on ten. It's really good writing. So yeah, but that's a, that's a good show. Yeah. Um, anyway, before we hop into uh, Captain um, Captain America, Lord, before we hop into. Uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. I this weekend uh, they dropped on HBO Max uh, the Itina documentary, and I just I just like put in the groups like are y'all are y'all watching this y'all should watch this I want to talk you know just say a little bit about it I I just all I want to say we're not going to go in depth we're not going to do a full uh, review but it was just such a cool documentary I thought it was I really enjoyed it I thought that it was just nice to hear her talk about her story. Um, and then it was a lovely way for her to say goodbye to, like she said, she was like, I'm saying goodbye to America and my American fans. And I'm going to live with my, my cute little husband over here in, in Zurich and live my life and, you know, look beautiful still. She looks phenomenal. Um, it was just a really good documentary. So I hope more people, you know, uh, watch it. If you get a chance, you're not going to, you will not regret it. And, um, I'm happy that she found, she found love. It's like, oh, I love that. It was really, it was really well done. And, and you know, a lot of the stuff in it we already knew, and I think the mm-hmm. biopic followed that story almost to a T. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it was just good to hear it in her words and mm-hmm. and see her, and it made me sad because ha- I mean, happy and sad. It's sad because I'm like, damn, like she's health. I mean, she's older and health wise and everything that, you know, she's already had a kidney transplant. Her husband gave her his kidney, one of his kidneys. I would give her my kidney. I would give right. her my, one, of my, one of my kidneys. I don't think good enough. You have one. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, it just, I was like, man, when she, you know, when she transitions, I'm going to be hard. I'm just going to be devastated. That's what I was. I was already sad. I'm already sad <laughs> after watching that. Like, man, when she transitions, I'm going to be devastated just from that. Mm-hmm. Uh, documentary but it was really yeah cool. it just made me i put in our chat it just made me like fall in love with her mm-hmm. and the what's love got to do with it was a point in her life but what was more interesting is after that like after her, how she was able to instead of saying that that was a comeback album she was like no this is actually my mm-hmm. first album mm-hmm. like, right me rebuild this is me being me or me coming out it's not that i'm coming back from something i'm just showing you all who i am and i was like i just i just fell in love with miss tina yeah yeah and i don't even want to call her tina i want to call her anime anime yeah yeah because i got to see some anime and not tina yeah, the persona. And I, and I just remember like when she would do her like going away, her farewell tours, like my family, like my family members trying to get tickets or going to the shows. And I, I felt sad. I was like, damn, I'll never get to go to a Tina Turner show. That shit would turn all the way up. I was mm-hmm. like, I'm never going to get to go to a Tina Turner show. Um, it was sad that she, you know, at, at, you know, most of her life felt like she didn't like no one loved her. And I'm like, oh, yeah. 
God, like, I hate anyone to say that. And then to find love. And I, and I, what, what sent me, when I tell you, I just, I kept like rewinding it when she, you know, met her, uh, her now husband and he was younger than her. And, uh, he picked her up from the airport. He worked for the label or whatever. And, uh, they kind of, she was like, Hey, you know, when you come to LA, I want you to come and make love to me. And he was like, okay. I was like, that's the energy we're all going to need to be bringing. After we get our, after we get our vaccines, bring that energy into the year. I was like, that was just. I was like, I love that because she felt confident enough, and she was like, I am going after love. I'm going after what I want, and right. so it was really. It was. It was like if you guys have a chance to watch it, please go on HBO Max. I don't know the producers and the directors of it. I was happy to see Kurt Loder because um, I've always followed him. On, um, Her husband is the producer. Her husband is. Oh, he is. is. Okay, that that it was that makes sense of why it was so well done because I'm like he knows he knows the subject matter in inside and out, but right. it uh, it was just really it was beautifully done. I love just seeing her how sharp she is still. Like I said, she yeah. had some health issues, but I thought it was phenomenal. But yeah, I felt the same. I was like I was happy and excited. I was like sad too. I was like, yeah, uh, you're saying goodbye and goodbye we, we love you but I was like I just remember my mom like going to her concerts and like it was always such a big thing like to see Tina Turner and I was like damn man I mean it was lit all the way lit right. so, not that I'll ever be in another concert again without a mask like turning out mask on so I don't know. <laughs> we don't <laughs> even know on the next ever concert or any they doing it over there they already doing it over there in Switzerland and uh in Norway and all that so they doing a little social experiments without masks and concerts so let us know how that goes guys no, I, and I, I, let me jump in. I'll say this. I, I didn't watch the documentary, but I will say that I, I want to say, like, we failed Tina Turner because I felt like we joked about her relationship with Ike, and, with her and Ike Turner. But, like, yeah, like I don't think it was taken seriously enough, but I, and I feel like we failed it because she shouldn't have had to endure that kind of, that kind of abuse. Um, and then secondly, her music, I guess... She um she made rock music, but I never thought about it as rock music. I just thought of it as like just like good music. Yeah, <laughs> it was it was pop, it was true. It, I felt like she was making true pop music, you know. And she had her own sound. Like you know, it's you know you know when that Tina Turner's coming on from the when the beat drop. Like mm-hmm. I'm like that's a Tina Turner sound. And I remember like I knew Tina Turner from Mad Max before I knew right. she was a singer because I, I watched the movie when I was so small. But yeah, I that's I just, my favorite Mad Max too. Yeah, I mean, I love her. I wish she had acted more. Yeah, and, she like, was bad as bad, bad as shit. And I out. know I'm gonna embarrass myself right now. But when I was younger, sometimes I would just randomly walk through the house and go, "Welcome to another exciting edition of Thunderdome." <laughs> my mom would be like, "What the <laughs> fuck is wrong with you?" <laughs> like, it's Tina, baby. It's Tina. So. <laughs> You're just really feeling Tina. You're like, I was I feeling Zena. I think she really paved the way for like, I, I, you know, I, I know Rihanna does not exactly do the same kind of music, but I just see, I don't know. I just see parallels there. Like, I just, I think she kind of paved the way for Rihanna in many aspects. Yeah. Rihanna may not Rihanna, see that, but that's just Rihanna, what I say. Rihanna, Beyonce. All well, Beyonce sees it. Beyonce has credited Tina with a lot of her stuff. Oh, so. I don't know about Riri, but I know Beyonce has. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So. Yeah. So it was just, we're not going to go into it, but it was really great. We all enjoyed it. Um, hopefully Marcus will get to see it. But you guys, please, you know, check it out uh, if you get a chance, because you will not regret it. Right. All right. So we are getting to episode two. And I, I was like, 
I'm going to name this episode the Black Falcon and the White Wolf. <laughs> I was like, the boy was like, you're a Black Falcon. <laughs> She's like, I call you a Black Wolf. I was like, oh my God, it was funny. That was too cute. So I was right. like, no, Bucky was not the White Panther. Sorry. Um, <laughs> that was cute. I, and I and I was happy because I was I, I got kind of a little bit nervous. I'm like, so are we going to have a number of episodes where they are not together? And doing their own thing. I'm like, we need to get these these two together because their chemistry straight up, like, I don't know if they're friends outside of this, uh, doing these movies, but they are really, they have really good chemistry. And I was like, uh, uh, give me, this made me get like, uh, uh, what is it, 24 hour? What was the Lethal Weapon? Lethal Weapon. And then what was the one with um, where uh, Eddie Murphy? Beverly Hills uh, No, it was, he was, uh, he had gotten out of jail. Yes, that's what it made. Yeah, they have that that really good chemistry too. So that was the buddy cop, buddy, the buddy cop. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think, and I feel like this is just gonna be. That's what this is. This is like really a buddy cop mystery show at this point, which right. I'm excited about. It's, it's pretty good. So we open up with John Walker, who we know uh, it was introduced as the new Captain America 2.0 um in his like high school locker room in his whole um his old high school and he's kind of you know kind of reminiscing and his wife walks in he talks to her for a little bit and we get an introduction of his best friend Lamar who uh we find out he's also a superhero called Battlestar so they're at his old school and uh, Good Morning America is kind of doing like an expose on him so you kind of see him talking about he's you know insecure he doesn't know if he has what it takes can he really live up to you know the real Captain America and I was like that makes sense I'm happy that they were able to we got to see like the human side of him Um, because I know Marcus you said that he's worse than Homelander so I was like oh god I didn't like him though huh it did not make me like him. Like, I didn't see that and be like, you know what? I'm going to like you as Captain America. I just kept looking. I was like, that's such a douche face. I mean, <laughs> yes, I looked at him good because last week I was like, he's not that good looking um, or whatever. And I, I had totally overlooked the fact that that's Kurt Russell and Goldie Hawn's son. Yeah. And I looked at him a, like good in the face. And then I turned to my husband. I was like, how? Is Kurt Russell and Goldie Hawn your parents? Well, well, and I've, I, um, I don't know if anybody watched this show, but it's called, uh, it was Ladder, is it Ladder 49? Um, uh, he, he's yeah, a, I heard of that. Yeah. So it's, and I didn't, but he has a big beard. So he looks different because his chin isn't so pronounced and he doesn't have any lips. So that makes, that makes a huge difference when you have something covering your face and you don't have any lips and this huge chin, like, it's the, the mask isn't balanced for his type of facial features, but he does look much better because he does have that beard in uh, in the other TV show. Y'all know beard is the um, male ma- man's makeup. Ain't that what they say? Yeah. <laughs> beard, beard is makeup for men. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. Ain't, ain't nothing that can compare to that witchcraft women do when they con- when they face contour, but keep going. I love, uh, I love a good beard. I have, I love I have seen, well, you know, I, we ain't gonna get back into hip hop and Drake, but Drake without a beard and Drake with a beard is two different because <laughs> Drake with a beard, I'm like, huh, oh. And Drake without a beard, I'm like, mm. no, no, no. Mm. <laughs> I'm like, huh, Kylie <laughs> <laughs> Jenner with a face contoured and a face not contoured is two different people. She look like this dude. She ain't got no lips so she don't wish she don't do it. Yeah. Yeah. It's really, Mel said it, it's really the massiveness of the lower third of his face. Or something. It's something. It's too much. It's too anyway, much. Well, 
Well, okay, Captain America 2. I'm sure he has a great personality because that's all that matters. Yeah. (laughs) And again, and he looks really, when he has that beard, he really does look like a different person. He really, really does. Yeah. Um, I I didn't like Ladder 49. So other people really enjoyed it. They said he did a great job. I, it was not my cup of tea, but check it out if you guys get a chance to see his other acting. So we see him on Good Morning America. We find out that, you know, he has three medals of honor. He, you know, is uh, has a lot of he's very highly decorated soldier, but he has not taken the super soldier serum like uh, Captain America and like Bucky have. Um, so he's just a regular guy. I was just like, oh, OK, well, you're just a regular old dude. Like you better you better keep that shield because I'm like, you're going to get get God up in this camp. So. <laughs> um, you know, I'm like, you may want to you may want to get a, a little tap of that serum, <laughs> maybe just a little bit. So uh, the note that I did leave out, I'll just put a little little uh, parentheses here. Um, there is no such thing. I don't want anybody to labor under the fact I did go to HBCU. We did have majorettes. Um, there are not white majorettes. There are white color guard <laughs> people. There are other white counselors. <laughs> In the in the opening, that the band was really really high, and they they were reminiscent of an HBCU bland, a band or a, a black a black uh, high school or predominantly black high school band, and the young ladies were dancing like majorettes. Now Beyonce may lead you to believe that anybody can be a majorette, but you can't. Um, <laughs> white people are not majorettes, and I don't know if if we get if I get mail, you can do whatever. But this is an this is a black. Um, uh, thing that we do uh, for black high schools and um, HBCUs. So I saw a blonde, a blonde pop, ponytail pop up, and I was like, "That doesn't look right." So we're gonna, I'm just gonna leave that right where that is. <laughs> that was that was filmed here. Do we have any idea of what school that may have been, or what? Well, it was a collection the, the of Brady people. Stadium. It kind of uh, looked Brady Stadium. Yeah, it was, but in some of the 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 band members looked older. I think they may have been co- college students or older people. They looked kind of older. Yeah. yeah. Now, so, going back to Mel's point, a white person can be a drum major in an HBCU yes. band, but they cannot be a majorette. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't even want to see that. Let me. Let me. Let me. Let me. Let me. I don't want to see that even. So let me just leave it there. Uh, so in the next scene, we see Sam and Bucky now have come together. You know, now we got the dynamic duo that this show is founded on uh, coming back together. And uh, Bucky is, you know, he's pretty upset that now there's a new Captain America. And he's basically questioning Sam, like, why didn't you keep the shield? You know, Steve believed in you. He was like, he believed in you. He knew that you could, you would be a great Captain America. Why did you give it up? Um, and Sam was basically like, you know, this was it wasn't for me like it wasn't you know we talked about that a lot last episode it wasn't for him he didn't feel like it was the right thing so he gave it gave it up so it is what it is and we know Bucky um, and Sam grew up together they were best friends um, so he has a totally different relationship to Captain America to Steve than uh, than Sam does because they they have a lot of history together mm-hmm. So Sam uh, lets him know, like, we got to stop these guys named the flag. The, there's guys named the uh, Flag Smashers who we were introduced to last uh, episode. And we know that they use people use geo tracking to find where they where their red handprint is, where they're going to do these different robberies or do whatever they're going to do. And uh, I love the, the interaction with them because they were like, you know, we fight three things. You either you either android, an alien or a wizard. Which one are they? And he was like. <laughs> They ain't none of these things. I was like, well, that makes sense. <laughs> so, <laughs> no, well, he said they're not wizards there. He says, Mr. Yeah. Doc Strange wasn't a wizard. He was a sorcerer. He was like, that's just a wizard without a hat. <laughs> right. 
<laughs> that was so funny. And I like, yeah, I, I forget. And I always forget about Dr. Strange of Beauty Wizard. So um, they know that they're, these are just some people they got to kind of figure out what who they are and what they're about. So uh, Bucky was like, I'm going with you. He was like, you don't come with me. He's like, I'm, I'm getting on this airplane with you. Let's go. One, two, three. So they Bucky uh, joins Sam. On, they hop on the plane and they're going to go and figure out over in um, in Germany what's going on with these flag, uh, flag smashers. So we see that uh, we find out that once they get there, that the flag smashers, um, we saw a little bit last episode, they have taken this super, the super soldier serum or something like that because they have a lot of like extra crazy strength that they I mean they moving things around in this warehouse like just picking up <laughs> huge things of like weapons and shit I was like okay you guys may want to go back and forth um and I really liked again we saw their chemistry on you know on set and I want to know I would like to know what part of this was them saying the written word versus them improving because they are so they they do it so well i'm like are they just saying the shit just to each other improving because it was really a really good um a scene so they they're in this warehouse they see these people the flag smashers and they think that they're oh they're moving weapons so their people are picking them up and they think that there might be a person um that's kind of a hostage on one of these trucks and you know red wing who i would die for red red wing i love him so much uh <laughs> kind of goes around and like says, you know sees that this is happening um and they decide that they're going to follow uh follow them and figure out what's going on and maybe this person that they held hostage they're going to let this person go or rescue this person. So you see them have, they now have to learn how to work together with each other to, you know, to get the fact smashers. Uh, we, we see that um, once they get onto the back of this truck, that it's actually vaccine. It's not uh, all weapons, but they actually have medicine that they're, uh, they're transporting as well. They've stolen the vaccine, of course, but they have it for some reason. And we see that this uh, red haired lady with freckles uh, is the leader, but we don't really know her name um, at the beginning. They get into this huge, I, I, I can't call good- her. I kept calling her, um, found her Maya Rudolph's daughter. I was like, oh, that's Maya Rudolph's daughter. <laughs> so uh, we see that this, and I thought it was a really good scene The uh, where, you know, they start fighting and they're trying to get, you know, get uh, all this stuff. And you realize that this woman who they thought, you know, was, you know, a, a captive is really the leader. And she pulls down that mask. And I was like, she kicked them, dude. I was like, this lady has a lot of the super, so- uh, super soldier serum. So you may want to back the fuck up. Then she kills Red Wing. She grabs him and she tears him to pieces. I know. Red Wing is an inanimate object. <laughs> that, that you are willing to die for for some right. for some I reason. A whole drone. <laughs> right. I will, die. I will die for this Red Wing. It's drone. like vision. Well, I guess she's like Wanda and Vision. That's yeah. Red Wing. Yeah, there. I love them. So she breaks them up, and the Bucky's like, I, "I've been wanting to do that for years." So I was like, "Are you?" Hate I me? mean, she she broke Red Wing up like Amwood. Like, <laughs> get this little shit out. Get this little shit away from me. It's like Red Wing was so bad the previous episode, going in wrecking shit, and she was like, "Man, get this little bitch ass air paper airplane away from me." <laughs> She broke that shit up like some leaves. I was like, damn, you yes. had to go like that. Right. <laughs> um, so during this scene, we see the new Captain America pull up with his best buddy friend, uh, Battlestar. And I do like that name, Battlestar. That's kind of hot. So um, they go to fight, you know, the flag smash, and they get their asses handed to them, basically, because of like, again, Battlestar, uh, new Captain America 2.0 smash face. Y'all need to go get this serum so y'all can fight these people because this shield is not going to help y'all out the whole time. So they basically lose and you see that there's animosity between Bucky and Sam and 
um, John and Lamar. Like they're not really feeling each other and they're kind of stepping on each other's toes where they really could have got done this thing together as a team, but they did it. Uh, but they are confirmed that, yes, they do have this, uh, the super serum soldier, a uh, super serum um, uh, that they have taken. And we know that they are here to reunite. Uh, they want they want to smash the borders and go back to where when the world was before the snap happened or during the snap. So we find a little bit more that this, the flag smashers, they uh, get to their kind of safe house and we you find out that they are being kind of housed by different random people. So they're really seen as kind of the Robin Hoods, mm -hmm. um, which was kind of interesting because they come into this and I was like, why are they in like a computer cafe? And this man is like, my wife made all this food for you and we have cots. So they're really seen as, you know, the good guys to a lot of people that need, maybe need help or maybe felt, um, felt overlooked. And their saying is one world, one people. So they are, you know, this is what they believe in. Like they, they want to go down with nationalism, down with fascism and we need to all do this together. So again, the paradigm, the idea makes sense, but maybe the execution, you don't have to go around killing uh, little drones. They didn't do anything to you. But you <laughs> quit. So what is, for Red Wing. Red Wing, Red Wing. <laughs> so I don't know if you can get to this or not, but the flag smashers represent the people, like you said, who were left here during the, during the blip or the snap. But apparently what happened was when everybody came back, there were all of these resources and services for the people who disappeared mm -hmm. and not anything for the people that were left. So the flag smasher group are representing the people that were left and getting resources to them because governments put all their resources in the people that came back. Mm hmm. And we right. and we realize that government organization for the U.S. are really who the new Captain America and Lamar are working for, where you have Bucky and Sam who are kind of like subcontractors to the U.S. to the U.S. military. So and I, I, I'm sorry, I didn't write the name down. I don't know if you know it, Marcus. They kept, they gave it an acronym, G.O. something, something that they're working for. Yeah. It was like, yeah. Yeah. Like the yeah. global something, something. Yeah, global something. Um, but they are, and the, this organization is, uh, we know that this, again, Captain America and Lamar are, are representing them. So then they, you know, they basically get their hand, asses handed to them. They uh, kind of split ways. Um, they don't want to work together. They're, uh, Bucky and, and Sam are like, uh, no, thanks. We don't want to be your best friends. You know, we already have a friend. He's dead now, but we don't want to be your friend. So we're going to do our own thing. Um, and so Bucky really wants to take back the shield from this new Captain America. And Sam is like, nah, dude. And I was like, didn't y'all just had a movie about this? Like, he was like, we we did, we tried this shit and we were on the run for two years. Like, we're not taking the shield back. Like, let it let it go, let it go, buddy. Um, and Bucky wants, uh, again, we know that he wants him to be the takeover that's a new Captain America. He was like, because and we find out like a little bit later on, he was like, if Sam, you know, if if Steve was wrong about you, then he may have been wrong about me being a good person and me being able to, you know, kind of come back to myself. So Bucky was like, let me, I'm going to introduce you to someone. And I was like, where are y'all at? Like, it was just crazy. So they go to this um, old man's house and his name is Isaiah. And we find out that Bucky um, kind of met Isaiah uh, during the Korean War, um, which is a war that we don't really talk about very often. I have two, I had right. two grandfathers who, they served in the Korean War, but I don't honestly know a lot about it uh, uh, to realistically. Um, so this man, Isaiah, uh, was given, we find out, was given the super so soldier serum 
um, and the, the military was, ex, you know, uh, experimenting on black soldiers. And what happened was over in Korea, um, in Korea, they sent him in to actually kill Winter Soldier, who we know is Bucky during that time, because he was working for Hydra. And he, of course, he didn't kill him, but he said he messed up his arm really bad. Um, but then we find out that, you know, after Isaiah, uh, you know, got out of the Korean War, the government basically put him in jail for 30 years and experimented on him even more. So just to show you and to reinforce uh, what um, the military and what the U.S. government did to so many black soldiers where they could, they're they good enough to fight for this country. But then when they come back, you treat them like shit or put them in jail, do mm-hmm. bad things to them that we don't you know, we don't care for our veterans already, but they doubly don't give a shit about um, black uh, soldiers all the time. Right. Marcus. No, nah, and I guess I want to, I'm not urged, but if you have a second, go read, um, it's called Truth, Red, White, and Black, and it's uh, Isaiah Bradley's, like, origin story. It tells, like, really going back to, like, before the, like, the origin of the whole entire program, where they, the government came in, they took 300 soldiers, tested them all. Isaiah was really one of, like, like a handful that, like, really survived, and Isaiah was really the only one that really survived, but it just tells, like, the whole backstory. It's called Truth, Red, Right, and Black. It's a Marvel production. It's a Marvel comic book. So what's his, what, did he have, like, um, his own character name? Like, was he his own superhero name? No, he's just really called the Black Captain America. Oh, okay. Okay. Cool. Can you send that link um, so we can put it in, in our, in the description? Yep, Absolutely. Because that, that's something I would I would definitely even look out because I was like, you could tell he was still so upset and so hurt, but he still had a lot of power. He threw that ass I was like, y'all better get out of here. <laughs> if y'all not playing, you come in this old man house, y'all ain't y'all call first. Y'all, I'm like, nah, y'all be just showing up people's house. Old folks be but his, cranky anyway. So they be mad. Yeah. His grandson looked like he might have some power or something too. He really His did. grandson is supposed to be something I read. Yeah, his grandson okay. is supposed to be like a young Avenger. Right. Oh, okay. Because I'm like, he he was pissed off too. And I was like, uh, let's get out of here guys. Bye. Um, but it just, again, like the, and, and we know that now going through the vaccine that we're going through right now with COVID-19, a lot of Black people are, you know, not, uh, not trusting of it because Black people have traditionally been experimented on um, for medical purposes without us knowing. Mm-hmm. So that was just a, a nod to that. So then Bucky and uh, Sam walk outside. They leave the man because he is not he is not here for them. He is not trying to fuck with them. He's still upset and mad. So they leave. They're like arguing in the streets. And here come the police. I'm like, damn, here come these motherfuckers again. Like, really, though? Mm-hmm. So they roll up. And I just put in my notes. And, and I, we don't use this word a lot on the podcast. I said, the police just treated Sam like a nigga. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Until, Until they, they found out, out who he was. Yes. They were exactly. like, because I, I, I and he was like, I, yeah, I don't have my ID. I'm fucking, I'm fucking black falcon. Like, was like right. <laughs> I mean, but, you, but like, I don't know if, like, I mean, I'm sure y'all noticed, like, even that interaction, Bucky was like, just give him your ID. Mm-hmm. But like, but like, 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 I mean, that's yeah, Bucky, Bucky, yeah. He was like, just give me your ID. But like, yeah. Sam understands, like, no, I'm not just complied because this cop wants, like, unjustly. It doesn't make sense. Yeah, and it did make sense. They just pulled up because they wanted to pull up on somebody. Um, then we find out through all that shit, the one with the warrant is is damn the white man. Bucky, the one with the warrant out there for his arrest. Of Sam course. Black, Black Falcon gone to the house. Like, he can go have some tea with Isaiah. You know what I'm saying? Like, of course. Just, just like Senator Ron Johnson was up there talking about he wasn't scared of the people attacking the, the Capitol. But if it was BLM, he would have been scared. I'm like, you know what? That's just like when I used to work in retail and 
people all eyes used to be on the Tamikas of the store and little Winona Riders was robbing our asses <laughs> blind. <laughs> it was like, that's who was robbing the fuck out, yeah. stealing all them jeans. We'll find empty hangers. <laughs> like, it was them. <laughs> Y'all, uh, I used to work at Steinmart, like real talk. There was a white lady that would come in there like once a week and steal so much shit. Then I got on the train to go to work. And why did I feel like, why did I realize that she worked in my same building downtown? She would rob us fucking blind. It's like you do shit every week. You know, after a while, she and I would stop, I would stop caring because they would let her go home after they would go through her stuff. I'm like, you literally see she's and she was still you, she was a true kleptomaniac. She was still like barrettes and like mm-hmm. fake earrings and shit like that. But I'm like, she was robbing the shit out of us. And we looking at, at black people. Right. Catch me later with that shit. Um, so we see that now Bucky has been arrested because he has a warrant out for his, his arrest because he missed his last check-in with his therapist. And we know that he has some stipulations because he was at Hydra. So his therapist is like his parole officer. So he has to go and check in and he had missed it because they were, you know, he hanging out with Sam trying to get uh get the white black or the what's the flag smashers and get them where he should have been at therapy. <laughs> so they end up having to go to jail. Um, so Sam goes in, tries, you know, to see about him as well. And uh, John, who is a new Captain America, actually pulled some strings and got made sure that that he was able to get released from jail. But then you see his therapist show up. I was like, she's just she's the best therapist. I wish she was my therapist because she's so mean and I'm so real. I'm like, <laughs> I think I could really have some growth with this lady because I'm not gonna be able to get up with no tears. She would be like, get your shit together, <laughs> Melanie, get it together. <laughs> so they have a little therapy session um where it's like they had to be like kind of in an intimate moment where i was like oh my god they're getting really intimate and they're having a staring competition like a stare stare down at each other like i'm like men are so ridiculous but i so enjoyed that scene i just enjoyed it was was fun reluctant therapy and it just broke my heart i was like bucky really just wants to be loved he just he just wants a friend and sam is like "Mm, i'm not here for you but I'm here for you. <laughs> and, and then to imagine like he has lived for so long, you know, and I'm like the only other person that he really could could identify with. Isaiah threw his ass out the house and mm-hmm. uh, Steve did. So unless he knows some other people that came from back then, because he's talking about he ran the hobby when it, when it was released on the release. He got it on Tuesday on the release day. I was like, oh, I forgot you 100 years old. So right. like he doesn't have anybody to really identify with. And he was still sleeping on the floor. I'm like, you're not going to get a girlfriend. If you sleep on the floor, you need a bed. Shit. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Where was that? Where did that shit come from? Right? I guess you like, will. The air mattress. I don't know what my... Uh, you get a... Air mattress dudes still be pulling that. mad women? I didn't seen, seen some things on the air mattress before. I'll just say that. Yeah. <laughs> I ain't never done about it in the but I didn't seen it before. Uh, yeah. Time out. So I was uh, on somebody's Facebook page, like I don't know, uh, Issa Rae or some somebody, and they were like, "What is one thing that you regret?" And somebody said, um, <laughs> "Give us <laughs> this one chick was like get getting mad about being rejected by a man who ain't had no damn bed frame." Sis, I feel you, sis. I feel you. <laughs> it is like that sometimes, man. It is like that. Uh, but it was a it was a good scene. Um, I know some people had some controversy that they felt like they were maybe like gay shaming because they were like touching these or whatever. I didn't read it that way. I didn't. I oh. didn't read. I didn't read the scene, but I know some people did have controversy. It was a bit of controversy around it. But oh. I was like, 
it's just men trying to learn how to be intimate with each other. Like it just, it's, it's, I, I was about to say, cause they love each other and just, and they, they just men and can't say, I love you, bro. Cause mm-hmm. y'all right. strange. Yeah. <laughs> y'all strange. We oh, can't even, oh, we can't oh, touch oh. knees. We can't touch knees. We can't <laughs> hug. That's so funny. We can only dap. Only dap. <laughs> so they kind of make That's not even that, but they were also supposed to be kind of upset with each other. Do mm-hmm. you, and no matter what kind of relationship, want to be interlocking knees with somebody that you mad at? I, I don't even feel like that. I feel like that was that <laughs> fake, fake friendly fighting like they didn't seem like they was actually bitter towards each other either it was just like some fake bullshit friend fighting so like, it was it, like you see you saw that fighting well and then you saw you see that bucky really like i said it can say you can see that he is really sad and that he's hurt so a lot of a lot of that you saw a lot of his vulnerability but they were like you know sam was like you know what we're gonna solve this case we're gonna smash these flags and then we're gonna go off separate ways i was like oh no be friends <laughs> <laughs> So uh, then they walk out of the police station and I had to put in my notes, uh, shout out to Atlanta, Georgia, because they were down, they were like filming downtown near the Rialto. Marcus, yeah. you see that? I saw so that. I was like, yeah, it's Atlanta. Um, so it was really cute. So uh, when they go outside, they see that uh, the, you know, new Captain America, his, his, bless, his best black friend out there, you know, waiting on them. And <laughs> like, I best black now you, you like the little kid. You the best. <laughs> <laughs> they out there battle star, battle star out there with Cap New Cap, and uh, they let them know like we have some you know intel. And the leader of the group, her the lady that we uh, said is Amaya Rudolph's uh, little daughter, is named uh, Carly Carly um, uh, Morgenthal, and uh, she that we find out she's a leader, and that they basically have been going around to these small refugee camps um, or different camps all over the world that we've heard about the government organizations kind of sponsoring, and they're b- bringing them medications and they're helping them. So that's kind of how that Robin Hood ties in. They're helping people, even though the government says that they're doing it, they're really taking from the government, you know, giving to people that really need it um, all around the world. So uh, we see that they actually do have a they do have a reason for what they're doing, truly. And they are trying to help people just in kind of a distorted way. Um, then Sam and Bucky decide, you know, we're not going to work with you. They basically were like, you work for this organization. We're subcontractors. Like, we're not going to be best friends. We're not going to be holding hands. We're not going to brunch together on Sunday. So they're like, we're not going to really work with you guys. Um, so you kind of see that's the divide. Because in New Captain America, Squat Face was like, well, don't, don't get in our way. And I'm like... Y'all got in their way. They was already fighting the people on their truck. Like right. y'all showed up. Right. Y'all showed up to the party late. Like get it together. And and both of y'all got y'all asses kicked. So I don't know what this is supposed to mean. Like <laughs> okay, if, if y'all actually work together, y'all might not. Red Wing could still be alive. Is what I'm saying. Uh, Red <laughs> Wing is not a living thing, man. <laughs> he, he was never alive. <laughs> he could still be with us, helping us. Oh, well, guess what? Red, red wing will be back because it's a drone. So I'm sure he'll get another one, and you'll get him back. It'll right. be back. Falcon when even that. Falcon when even that. I say he like, oh, I got about five or six of them things in the closet at home. Your ass over here like, oh, red wing. He's like, what else? It should have been me, not red wing. It should have been me. Take me. Right. <laughs> so they kind of park ways as we know that they're at that we see that they're gonna have a beef beef um but then we see the last scene there are the flag smashers and uh we see that they uh are kind of putting the medication that they stole on this little airplane on a cessna 
And one of the members says, you know, I'm gonna let y'all, the, you know, the, the government people are here. I'm going to do a distraction. I'm going to sacrifice myself so you guys can get away. So he basically goes and pushes down a, a light pole and then they go and shoot him up or whatever. And I was like, okay. That he was, was cute too. He was cute, but I just feel like there's so many other things that we could have done and stuff is, other than Instead, just get shot he up. Have Queen Latifah set it off. I would I would never forget how she had put that damn cigarette in her mouth. I was like, that that bitch know how to smoke right there. Right. That bitch added <laughs> Some people like, and I, we we are not a smoking condone condoning podcast, but some people just look right with the cigarette. You know, she, like, she just had that bitch just hanging off that left. Like that bitch, that they're smoking. She know how to act. Give her Oscar. It just makes sense. And nobody died like Chloe since, but I know, you know right? Young man, he tried. He tried. He tried. Well, he tried. Yeah. So he um, he lets them get away. So they, they fly off and we see Maya Rudolph uh, Jr. like is crying or whatever. So she's they're gone. And the end, um, the very end scene is Sam and Bucky kind of talking about like, we got to figure this shit out. We got to go talk to somebody that knows what's really, really happening. So he was like, I know, you know, I'm former Hydra, but we might need to go talk to somebody that was former or that was Hydra as well. So they decide to go see this man, and we see that he's in this high max, high max um, prison. And Marcus, correct me if I'm wrong. I couldn't get my my uh, closed captioning to work. Did they say they're going to go see Seabomb? Zemo, Z E M O. Zemo. Okay. Yes. Baron Zemo. He was kind of. I don't know if you remember um, Captain America: Civil War. He was mm-hmm. kind of the villain in that movie. Okay. Okay. I can't remember, but yeah. Okay. So he's behind bars and we can see like he has a little chest set and everything. So you know that they're about to go get, you know, there's going to be some mind games up like a foot. So that's, uh, that's kind of how we end. So we know that, you know, we got the flag smashed out there causing havoc. We're going to go talk to the bad guys and Captain new Captain America, his best black friend are not going to be friends with (laughs) the uh, black Falcon and uh, the white wolf. So that's how we that's how we ended this. Um, I did watch all of the post credit scenes and there wasn't any uh, there are the other credits, but there wasn't any post credit scene. What I did think was interesting is the post credit scenes kind of have those comic book look, the look and feel. And they seem like they do have um, in those pages as they turn. It did have information. I just don't know what the information is. So sorry, guys. Can't <laughs> But I thought it was a really good second episode. I'm, I'm it's a fun it's a fun watch, um, you know, for a Friday. I'm excited. So that's all I got. That's all I got, guys. Did you guys enjoy it? Oh, I yeah. love it. I love yes. it. Yes. I, I feel like if I had, if I was really a part of this world, I would have been more geeked up about Isaiah being in there. But me watching it, I was like, I feel like this dude is significant, but I don't know why. <laughs> well, <laughs> I mean, he, he's definitely significant. Significant. I would say even in that second, like, I think if Sam had been armed with the knowledge of Isaiah Wilson before that moment, he would have kept the shield and took up the mantle. Not mm-hmm. necessarily, not necessarily for Steve, but more for Isaiah. Right. Yeah. For the other black. Well, um, I think it's gonna come around because, you know, every time I see the ditch digger daughters, you know, there was a movie back in the day with Kimberly Elisa. Every time I see him, I'd be like, "That's the ditch digger." Um, <laughs> what? <laughs> It's come, it was a movie called The Ditch Digger's Daughters. Uh-huh. And he was the ditch digger. And every time I see him, he is stuck as this man from The Ditch Digger's Daughter. Look it up. He looks it's, good. He's, it's he looks a good. movie. 
Yeah. That I'm he like, does. he's too significant of an actor that he just have that one scene. He so would be a he'll come back. Yeah, no, he's definitely coming back. Yeah. So I'm excited. It's it's um a, it's a fun it's a fun watch. Good job. Good job, guys. Um yeah, so that's all I have for Falcon and the Winter Soldier episode two. And we'll see what happens come come Friday. So guys, uh, what you can do is if you want to get caught up for, we usually drop our episodes on Thursday. So if you guys want to get caught up to be ready to go for Friday, listen to our episode um, so you guys can get ready to go for the next, for the next, uh, the next episode that's going to happen on Friday. So check us out on Thursdays. You'll be ready for Friday and then we'll be ready for the weekend. So make it happen. I really wish these joints didn't drop on Friday. I, I don't know. It feels, Friday feels like such an odd day. At three whatever eight, reason. Right. Like, Friday at eight, it's Friday at three. Yeah. I guess I'm just used to Sundays or some other day during the, fr- Friday has tradition, I don't know. Friday is just, people are busy on Friday. So I don't know, going out, eating I mean, dinner, I don't know. No, nah, I mean, like, these, are like, these are, mo- they're like really movies. And movies drop on Friday. Fridays, yeah. And and I feel like with Disney, um, because it still is a children's a young a young children's brand, Sundays are hard because you're usually getting ready for school. You know, you're getting ready for school, getting ready for the, the work week. So Fridays to me makes more sense just from you know a young person. But it seems like Disney is Disney Plus seems to be dedicated to this Friday hotness. Everything else happens on Fridays. <laughs> You know, I'm like, okay, here we go. Yeah, because traditionally things don't do well when they come out every Friday. Because like I said, people are out and about, you're going to dinner, you're hanging out. But during right. pandemic, I'm like, we're not really doing that kind of, like most of us aren't doing that kind of stuff. So it gives us something to do on a Friday and look forward to. I don't I don't get up mm-hmm. at three o'clock and right. watch it, but um, I do enjoy, I do enjoy it. I usually watch it on Saturdays, um, like a Saturday. Morning. I guess it's to Marcus's point. It is like a movie. And I mm-hmm. think they are. They, they drop it at that time for like global release mm-hmm. so it's not just us in america watching it yeah so. yeah people are really really enjoying it all over um so i i think this it's really great um one thing i meant meant to say uh at the beginning is uh this is a side note shout out to all of the naacp um winners um and bi- a big shout out to Issa ray uh as well she was uh she took a lot home she's doing a lot of amazing and wonderful things so yeah. Hooray! Yeah. Liter- literally, hooray. That's, that's <laughs> yeah. the name, the new name of a brand and shit that's going down. Oh, yeah. cool. That was my little joke that didn't go over that well if you didn't know. Oh. <laughs> well, I, I knew. So. <laughs> yeah, I just said you didn't know. So thanks for cleaning it up. That was my little joke. Yeah. <laughs> that was really cool. I, yeah. Congratulations to everybody. So I think that's pretty much it, guys. I will um, look for the next installment and talk to you guys next week please you know like us and review us on only if you have like a lot of stars on uh, itunes and <laughs> listen to us on all the platforms uh hit us up on facebook twitter uh and um instagram we'd love to hear from you and see how you're enjoying the show and talk to you later bye bye, bye. Deuces.